out of the four that I brought, two were immediate no's. Yeah. Like, she was like, no. No. <laughs> but the other two, she was like, I love those two. And I'm like, which one do you like more? And she was like, uh, I'm okay with both. Yeah. I'm like, make a decision. You know, women can't make decisions. Oh, yeah, but men always <clears throat> say, make a decision. Mm-hmm. I gave you the homework, and then you turn around and tell me to make the decision. It's interesting. Like, you guys can't make decisions about things you actually want. But you can make decisions for other people. With an unexpectedly overwhelming response from TK's IG Live Marriage Monday, regular guest D. Cole and I have decided to collab and create The Boot Cut. This will be a safe space to have candid, comfortable, yet raw and uncut conversations about relationships, love, sex, culture, religion, racial and other pressing topics. It'll have you at the edge of your seat. So sit back, get comfy, and enjoy the boot cut. Welcome back to another episode of the boot cut. Uh, We just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the response to episode one. Um, We're just so happy that everyone listened. We've received really great feedback. Sometimes when you are creating something and you're not really sure what's going to happen when you release it you don't know are people going to like it Mm -hmm. is the response going to be good but we've only had really positive response and um we just really want to say thank you for listening and it's tricky because like you're technically not supposed to care you know like you're supposed (laughs) to do it because it you know it's important to you and there's a reason why you're doing it and you're not supposed to be like, man, I need ratings. Like, I need love in order to, to, like, keep it going. But it's always, you know, I'll say from the energy we got from everyone who, like, checked it out and supported. And um, it was love. Like, yeah. everyone was just, it was positive feedback. And um, it's just the beginning. It's just the first one. Yeah. So um, one thing that we did get from a few people was... How did we even come up with the name The Boot Cut? And Mm. Mm. I know that we didn't really go into details in the first episode, but we will let you in on the secret in this episode. We'll elaborate. Yes. uh, So we will elaborate. So I gave D. Cole homework. Yep. And I said, come up with some names that you think, you know, would hit, that you like something different, just put out a whole bunch and he kind of brought four suggestions. Mm -hmm. And the boot cut was one of the suggestions. And then we were going back and forth between the boot cut and another name. And... um, We played rock, paper, scissors. Basically. (laughs) We were split. Um, We were trying to decide, like, both of them were really good and I thought one was too fitting. Um, but I thought the boot cut was the one that was kind of so random you'd remember it. Like it wouldn't, you'd, it would just stick like the boot cut. What does that mean? And, um, that same energy with someone saying like, what does that mean? Like, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, and TK was like, you ask your people, I ask my people. And I was like, cool. Came back and we were like, even yeah, split and <laughs> split. So we played rock, paper, scissors. Best two out of three. Yeah. He had the boot cut, I had the other name, and he won two out of three. So we went with it. Yeah. But what inspired you to even 
like when you were thinking of your suggestions for names, how did you come up with the boot cut? Like, what were you thinking? So I came up with the boot cut because um, kind of looking at what we were going to be talking about, um, <clears throat> the topics and the wide range of content. And I was like, boot cut jeans are wide leg mm -hmm. and they cover, and they cover the it. entire <laughs> shoe. So I was like, yeah, we're going to kind of do that that stuff and it was corny enough but cool enough at the same time um and i brought it to her and like <clears throat> out of the four that i brought two were immediate no's yeah like she was like no no <laughs> but the other two she was like i love those two and i'm like which one do you like more and she was like uh i'm okay with both yeah I'm like, make a decision. You know, women can't make decisions. Oh, yeah, but men always <clears throat> say make a decision. Mm -hmm. I gave you the homework, and then you turn around and tell me to make the decision. It's interesting. Like, you guys can't make decisions about things you actually want. But you can make decisions for other people. So if I, you can say, I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Oh, what do you want to eat? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll drive... <laughs> For about ten kilometers. You know what? And I and I get it because I know cities. my husband will be listening and be like, "Yo, you do this all the time," and I get it. I'm just not that picky. So if I I either feel for something very specific. Yo, I wish there was a camera right now because the side eye that I'm getting, <laughs> yeah. the roll eye is crazy. You think if, that you think that <clears throat> you saying I'm hungry. And me saying, what would you like I to eat? Uh, and you telling me what you'd no, like to eat I'm, makes you picky? No, no, no. I said, I'm not You're picky. You're not picky, right. Yeah, so I would say if I'm craving something or I really want something specific, yeah. I will be very specific. But what happens most times is that I want something specific. And they don't. case in point, yesterday he said, oh, I'm going to bring home some dinner. Like, we're not going to cook any food. <laughs> and he was like, oh, what do you want? Like, I'm going to go buy twice as nice and get some oxtail. Mm -hmm. So I was like, cool. This is classic, your okay. husband, by the way. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes to Twice as Nice, and they don't have no oxtail. So I'm like, don't worry about it. You get something from there. I'll figure I'll something figure out something. at home. Okay. 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 So I made a decision, and he's like, no, it's okay. I'll go somewhere. I was like, no, don't worry about going somewhere else. Like, you already drove there out of your way from work. I specifically wanted that. Once you, he said that, I was like, that's what I want. I'm going to get that. Once they don't have it, I'm done. You're I don't done. want nothing else. Yeah. I'll figure something out at home. Yep. I fried up a little rice that was left over in the fridge. I went by my mom. She had some salmon. I cooked it up. I splashed make, together make some potato work. salad. Make it work. I licked up the food. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I get that most women are always like, I don't know. I'm so hungry. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. I understand. And I think we do need to do a better job of being more decisive and to the point. Yeah. And we we digress though. Yeah, we digress. <laughs> so, you know, I brought it to her, asked her to make a decision, which one do you like more? And we ended up playing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. And yeah. And here, the boot cut. The boot cut is here. The boot cut's here. So um we are just gonna jump right into episode two. Yeah. And for today's episode, we are going to be discussing um, a very interesting topic that I didn't really quite understand the same way um, until we kind of were like preamble before uh, recording. 
And it's the booty complex. The booty complex. So what is the booty complex? The booty complex. The booty complex is something that men suffer from um, and have been suffering from from the beginning of time. What it means is we aren't able to ignore a healthy shape in a woman. We, we're just physically not able. Some of us are at a male maturity and we've mastered the ability to to notice it no need to act on this no need to engage in this mm. but we do notice it because we suffer from the you, men are physical beings we so are physical beings naturally you're going to we see have something an appreciation for that this. is attractive and naturally your eyes right. are going to go there exactly there's a small percentage of the, the men who are at a certain maturity who can just see this that looks great. Have <laughs> a great day. I'll open the door you. for you. You can leave. The rest of us men are in a very interesting place. And what we're doing is we're guilty of ignoring women mm. who don't have the... Rump. The, the rump, bati. The bati, the derriere, the booty, the bottom. Small waist. Small waist. Ass. Yeah. We can't figure out how to just let it go. Just, that's great. You have it. That doesn't make you the complete package. It's just one part of the package. We're not able to do it. So what we want to talk about today um, is a few things. How important is ass to a man? How important is booty? How important is the small waist ratio to hip ratio like how important is it for us to seal the deal not talking about you know just approaching you and having conversation how important is it to us men to be able to see this and be like in order for me to go to the next level with you you have to have, have this, this physical attribute i think that where we are socially in society right now, it mm. plays a very significant role and it allows for the average Joe mm -hmm. to want to be with someone who fits that criteria right. of big booty, small waist, shapely, fit, all those things. Yep. Um, my only concern with that is... What about the girls who it's just not in their genetics right. to physically be in that place? So what if they're working hard every day they're working out or they're eating right and they're doing these things because they feel like that's what they need to do to get these men. Right. And and like you mentioned, the media is pushing a certain um, narrative. Narrative. For sure. Um, women are known for their shape. Kim Kardashian for a long time was mm -hmm. being pushed for the booty. Nicki Minaj, the booty, Beyonce, mm. at one point was, you know, they were talking about Beyonce's butt. Not that it's huge, not that it's, you know, the most fat, but they were pushing Beyonce's butt. J-Lo, yes. for a very long time, yes. um, <laughs> was being pushed for... I mean, and these are all beautiful women with great shape. Yeah. Um, however, yeah. these are not your average woman. These are people who have access to personal chefs, personal yeah. trainers, 
um, their lifestyle is so different from the average woman like myself. Right. They have help at every drop of a hat. They have someone that is able to just be there so they can focus on themselves. Right. And the real problem with most of us men is that we are only acknowledging them for that. Like they are talented and mm-hmm. so many other things. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if if um, we can make this more, you know, relatable to the everyday average woman. Let's say you're not Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, Beyonce, and um, Nicki Minaj. <clears throat> you are talented in so many other things. We're not even noticing Same, that. Yeah. You have, I mean, again, the booty is one body part. It's one part of the, the package. What about the thighs? What about the eyes? What about the hands? What about the feet? What about the legs? Some guys are really into legs. So I think um, boobs... I feel like boobs have just been... Yeah, they don't really count they anymore. Don't they don't matter anymore. They don't matter. I don't know. <laughs> implants used to be like a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No don't... one gets implants anymore? I don't know. I don't but... think it's that important. Like now the focus is definitely the booty. Right. The derriere. Yeah. You... you want your booty to be round. You want it to sit right. You want to be able to like... Your... Everyone is doing um, squats and yeah. all these it's exercises. all races too. All races yeah. want... Everyone. Like, the, the Asians. Yeah. I've been seeing the Asians nowadays. They have these booties, and I'm like, where did you get that? Right. Because genetically, you don't really see a lot of Asians with booties. Right. It's a very rare sighting. It's a very rare. I've been studying this for many years. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I have been. I believe you. You know, I started in an apprenticeship as a young man. I had some OGs who kind of schooled me to the game. Uh, I have since leveled up. Would you say you're an expert? I would say I am a guru. Oh, wow. At this point. Guru level. Well, I mean, you must be a guru because your wife fits this criteria. You know, sometimes (laughs) I take a moment and I fix my eyes onto the hills from which (laughs) cometh my help. And I say, thank you, God. I know, right? How did you... How are you so blessed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are mm-hmm. you so fortunate? Well. <laughs> and and is that what attracted you to her initially? Mm, yeah. Like initially, I think, you know, that's a, a story for a different episode. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> initially we didn't meet like we weren't like introduced to each other or uh, we didn't have mutual friends or anything like that. Uh, a bunch of my friends. Uh, she's a Florida girl. She lived in Florida for a while, came back here. And a bunch of my friends spotted her somewhere, I don't know, and were like, yo, Trey's back. And I was like, back from where? Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So they showed me her, I don't think it was Instagram at the time. I think it was Tumblr or something like that. And they showed me a picture and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's she's fire, like. But I wasn't thinking fire. I need to pursue to her. her. You were just at the time. I wasn't guru level, but I was like master oh, yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like I was still doing pretty well. I wouldn't. I wasn't going crazy about like a you know a curvaceous sighting at the time. Um, but I it, it had a lot to do with like why I initially even mm-hmm, made mm-hmm. the effort to like get to know you. Um, but like yeah, got to know her and she was dope. So it wasn't. After you see the booty, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there like, has to be more. There has to be some kind of substance right. behind the booty for us to stay here. Come and on. I think that's important. But 
how do you get how do how do women that are average mm-hmm. um and and let me just say there's nothing wrong with being average i am an average woman but i think what kind of puts me like leveled up or, or how I see myself as leveled up is that I found out who I am and I'm confident in who I am and I know how to put myself together to feel like, you know, I'm presentable and I'm confident enough to approach someone or have someone approach me. Well, firstly, you are not average. That is your opinion of yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's uh, okay. That's um, my opinion. Others would say you are not average. My very, very good friend and brother, your husband, would not say you are average. Well, um, average is like a average is a, an opinion of people who are. They know that they have this much, so much, and they have a little bit more, but they haven't gotten to it yet. You have a little bit more potential. If you have maxed your potential, you can't be average. Then you are max, right? Okay. If you are living up to everything that you think you can be. Then you're max. There's no way you're that average. That is fair. Right. And you know what? I receive that. Right. So. But I, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that for the for the woman who st- is targeting a certain shape, let's say, uh, again, not everyone is looking to get a, uh, a booty. Yeah. Someone to lose weight, someone to gain. Yes. Okay. So I think for the women who have body goals to attain more curvaceousness in this journey to attain your curves understand that not every man is at this the maturity Mm -hmm. to be patient enough to be like but she's awesome like she does everything else yeah yeah yeah. like i love this about her i laugh with her i can tell her anything i'm open i'm comfortable um but her ass is not fat a lot of us are still at that place and so Women, while you're going through this, you know, journey, Mm -hmm. understand that we are too. In the game of this booty complex, we just haven't figured out how to relax and be like, you know what? I love so many other things. And admire a little bit from the distance, kind of. Right. It's okay to admire it, but that can't be the end all be all of who it is. Exactly. So I think it's important for women to understand that, like you said, like all of us are on this journey. And we naturally mature at different stages. And depending on our experiences, that's how we're going to figure out who you're going to be into, Mm -hmm. who's worth me getting to know, and kind of seeing past this booty complex. Right. And it's very unfair, women, to chastise and judge us in our journey um, while we are trying to work through this thing for you guys to make us feel like we are shallow house mm. for this is very unfair because it is because, because there are women who are do women the same thing who do the exact same thing the idris albas the serge abacas yeah the uh michael b jordans yeah. the jesse williams something funny <laughs> what's up nothing <laughs> I said Michael B. Jordan, and you got a little giddy, and I just want to know just, if you're good. I was just remembering something. You're good? I'm A-OK. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I can admire a good-looking body. Sure you can. Sure you can. 
Drake I'm, Drake is in there too. A lot of girls mm, love Drake. I, do they love Drake for his body or do they love Drake for his swag or like what he brings? Because well, that's a good point. I mean, so so I think women are a little bit different. Where we're not. I I'll speak for myself. Um, I don't necessarily. Um, I'm really. I, I again, I'm gonna be attracted to you, but I don't traditionally just look at you because you have big arms and you're fit and you're cut like yes that looks good it's the overall swag, but it's the, the overall swag. like yeah. your confidence like how you carry yourself <laughs> so i i think drake has come from aubrey graham the, the grassy bottom, days <laughs> the bottom now he's here yeah so like drake wasn't always the facial hair um champagne poppy mm-hmm. now that he is now pause so i think now <laughs> A lot of girls look at Drake as, you know, he's a yeah. sex symbol. Yes. Like, yeah. They think Drake is sexy. I think at first they were kind of like, oh, cute guy, cute, cute you know, guy. What, yeah. whatever. Typical um, light skin. Yeah. But cute I think, guy. I think girls are, you know, what's interesting. Guys have girl women or I'll say like, we'll call them targets mm. that we would say if she was down today, I don't care where we are. She could get it today. Yeah. I don't know if women are like that. Uh, is there? Yeah. I think so. Is there a guy that you're like, look, I'll risk it all for you just for one night? Me personally, no. Okay, okay. You I'm think not. Women, you think women? I de- I know women, but you personally like that. don't. Me have... personally, I'm just that's just not my personality type. But so, so there let's are, say... I have friends for sure that would be that they're if down. they're down today at this very moment. I don't care. They don't care who they're with, what situation. It's going down. So let me let me give you a hypothetical. You are at a party, and you're leaving this party, and outside... Am I married? You're married. Okay. This is tomorrow. Okay. And you're leaving this party, and outside um, hops out of a, the back of a, a black suburban. Michael B. Jordan hops out and is like, hey, come back with me to my hotel. You don't text your husband and like, hey, I need a hall pass for this one night. Michael B. Jordan just wants to go back to his hotel. My husband would both me. No, I would not text him. <sighs> That's tragic. <laughs> My husband would both me. It sounds like a tragic loss. And do you think that on the reverse, there's like someone he's hitting you up like, look, I really need a hall pass for this? Or um, no? like, I don't think he would hit me up just because... He'll tell you after, tell you later. No, I just okay. don't think he would do it because he wouldn't want me to do it. He went, okay, okay, got you. So I don't think he would. So I feel so passionately about, um, I'm being very serious when I say this. I feel so passionately about Tiana Taylor oh. that. What about Roxy? You remember when I was at SS Fest and yeah. I sent you pictures? Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't want to get too explicit, so I'm not going to speak on Roxy Diaz. <laughs> but um, I'd give Roxy Diaz a business. But Tiana Taylor, to me, I would actually contact my wife via FaceTime and say that I require a hall pass. And if you need, I for the one hall pass you give me, I will give, give you, you two. I will give you three. Wow. Yeah, I feel that passionately about one night with Tiana That's Taylor. That's a deal. Yeah. Three for one. Three for one. Hmm. Well, you heard it here first, yeah. folks. But I digress. So, so. Okay, um, so what about the women who, let's 
flip it. Yeah. And the women who they feel like, well, my body's tight and right. I need someone who they fits. should stay single. Like wow. date yourself. You want someone to be just like you so bad. You know, there's a difference between loving yourself and like being in love with yourself. Mm. Like love yourself. So, you know, be support your dreams and ideal ideals that like I want to be this type of person and I'm doing this to get there. However, don't obsess mm. over your own damn self, okay? If you are requiring that like you got to be as fit this as me. This is me. You got to have this much money. You have to work this What's kind of job. You... Like What? Yeah. Okay, so let's say for example, I I'm going to play into this thing. You are in great shape. You and you say, I need someone who's going to be as buff as me. Cut. Lean. Serge Ibaka. Tall. Um, has a French accent or whatever <laughs> Serge has. <laughs> whatever the requirements are. What happens in 10 years into marriage and three kids later, this guy's not in that shape anymore? Are you out? Do you just say, like, that the muscles are gone, so peace out? This is a temporary pleasure. You're right. You're right. Um, I, I, I totally agree. I don't subscribe to that theory, um, but I know people who do. Right. And I think that it's so important, like you said, that you can't be so in love with yourself that you miss all this other great stuff. And like, what happens when things happen and things change? Like, what if this person gets into an accident? Right. What if they go through a depression? What if, you know, anything could happen? Anything. Everything can happen. So if you are looking for a temporary pleasure, I think because you have it, you want it. Or because you have it, you require it. Then you should just date yourself. You don't need, you don't actually need anybody else to be exactly like you. Right? You have you. So just stay with yourself. Don't go out there looking or telling other men like, look. To be with me, me, yeah, 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 yeah. I need eight pack. Are you crazy? I need defined quads, and you gotta have bigger traps. Like those are such temporary. Think, yeah. They have nothing to do with the grand scheme of being together and loving each other, and you know, raising kids and like really yeah, it's building. Okay. It's okay to want someone to be healthy, sure. Um, but that's a little extreme. Yeah, but I cannot be healthy now and be healthy in a year right. in the gym. You know, like. This is something I can achieve. It's I commend people who work out very hard. Um, it is a serious commitment. It is. It's a you know dietary commitment. It's, I haven't mastered it yet. No, me neither. I'm I'm working on it. I'm right. a I'm a work in progress. Right. I'm married to someone who takes her fitness very seriously. And does that inspire you? Yeah, sure. I mean, like, I'm still active. I still play a lot of sports mm -hmm. and stuff. I I'm just not into lifting heavy things. It's just my thing. Why? I don't like lifting lifting heavy things. That's for fun. For fun. It's just not fun to me. You pack up boxes, you load them into a truck. That's called moving. That's somebody's actual job. I don't enjoy yeah. that. You don't I don't want to lift heavy stuff. That's just my play football, play baseball. Yeah. Volleyball. You st you'll stay active. Yeah. Fair. Let's play some soccer. So, um last summer there was this thing going around about like the gray men in gray sweatpants and when they wear these gray sweatpants like tech fleece there's it exposes the bulge you know 
you know why you guys are such trash for that? Wow. Let me tell you why. Why why is it you guys? Women, you're trash for this. Let me tell you why. You even specified the fabric of the sweatpants by saying tech fleece. Hold on. Hold on a second. (laughs) Whoever you got this from specified even that it was tech Tech fleece fleece sweatpants. Well, that was, I mean, honestly, last year is really when, like, last last two years, I would say, is where tech fleece kind of really made that Not old navy sweats. No. Not Joe Fresh. (laughs) We're not talking about American Eagle sweats here. We're talking about tech fleece sweats. They fit right. They fit nice. They fit right. They fit nice. Okay. They're comfy, but... Let me explain um, why you're trash. No, no, for this they're women. comfy, but what's the word? Uh, Fitted. They're comfy but snug. They're comfy but something gross. No. <laughs> and this is why you guys are gross no, because if they're, men ever they're comfortable, said, but they're you can still dress them up, dress them like you can wear them with anything. Yeah, and absolutely, they, they're you know, great they're sweatpants. But is versatile. That, is that's that, the word. Is that where we were going with this? That they're versatile sweats, or that you guys I'm just appreciate gray colored fleece. sweats specifically? I'm, I'm just telling you what I heard right. last summer about mm. these gray tech fleece, mm-hmm. and that it exposes the bulge, and that some women are not okay with their partners wearing these gray tech fleece sweats out. Listen to me. To let's say a party. My sister. My sister. <laughs> I'm just don't shoot the messenger. If men ever came out of their face and said, "Yo, I love when women wear um, maxi dress." Nope. You guys have said that though. Maxi dress for your butt. Yeah. What if we said, if you guys wear white tights, we get to see more Punani printouts, <laughs> more cooch print. Ooh, white tights? Don't leave yeah, the but, house with white tights because it shows your cooch. Yeah, That's but, crazy. Yeah, but I think that women were saying it to each other. They were. It wasn't like a... You, so you're telling me men don't discuss anything about we, what women wear? We would never, ever come out of our place and say, women, when they wear white tights, we get to see more cooch prints. It's, we would be stoned. They would literally stone us in the streets in Yorkdale. If I went to Yorkdale and I said that, they would stone me in Yorkdale. You cannot. Like, we could never get away with that. This whole gray sweatpants thing that has been created. I mean, I have gray sweats. <laughs> they look good with all my kicks. They really bring out the color of all of my kicks. You have a color kicks, gray sweats. You have a black kicks, gray sweats. A white one? Gray sweats. Gray sweats. Sweat shorts. Those are a thing too. So like the idea that I could ever <laughs> go out here and be like looking, turning my head, looking for white tights because I want to see prints is nuts that you guys are allowed to get away with that. It well, I don't think anyone's getting away with anything. I'm just telling you what I heard and Trying to get your perspective. Was this like in a group chat setting or saying? No, kind of thing? Or no. Twitter? No, I, I think I did see some of it online. Okay. There was something going around on Instagram at one point. Mm, some pictures mm, mm. flying around and that's how it kind of all came up. And, pictures? Well, so you yeah. see what I'm saying? They're documenting this now. Now oh. we're documenting men in gray sweats. I mean, that's this is the age we're in. Everything is on social media. So that was just Not one everything. of the things. Not everything's on social media because I haven't seen any... Uh, 
pum pum print uh, um, hashtags or any uh, any cat cat in white tights. Okay, well, fair. Um, I I was just trying to get a perspective from the other side to make it known that you know just as much as men. You guys are savages, women. Look at physical attributes of a woman. Women do tend women do to look that. at women also. It too. And yeah. I think it's just important that basically um, don't stone men for looking. They're physical beings. They're going to admire a curvaceous woman. And it's okay to admire, I mm-hmm. think, from a distance personally. Like, it's okay to give a compliment or <clears throat> if you and your partner are like, yo, did you see that? Like, I think it's okay. Like, you can admire someone attractive. Yeah. I just don't think that that should be the catalyst of the level of what what am I going to do to get this girl? Like, I yeah. see her. She looks good. The booty's right. But is that it? Or are you getting to know her for more? And if she doesn't meet more, are you just sticking around because she looks great and her booty's great and all of that, like, you're just going to stay in that situation and miss out on possibly something that's really good and possibly for you because she's got a fatty? Yes. Yes. And yes, because, I mean, again, we're it's not... a little bit disappointing. It is a little bit disappointing. A little bit, though. Because, again, it is a journey. We are working on this. It will take some time. However, a lot of times we're... When it's fat, it's it's just round, it's healthy, it's well fed, it's homegrown. We're like, where am I gonna go and get another one of these? Like, mm. how many Meg the Stallions are there? I've only seen one Meg the Stallion. So, when you let that go, and you go from like a Meg the Stallion body to like who else is gorgeous? Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Gab Union. Totally different body totally types. Totally different body types. And if you're not at the male maturity to appreciate that, for you, this is a tragic loss. I've let go of this, Meg. I'm never going to get her back. And <clears throat> I would pardon you. I would say I understand why you're here. In a couple years, in a couple more experiences, you'll understand that this was probably not the best decision. But right now in your journey... So what would be your advice to the women out there who feel like they're being left behind because <clears throat> they don't possess this Meg the Stallion body, they don't got the booty, they may never have the booty. Right. Um what, but they do what... they want it? So so do you to these women I'm saying, you're talking you're coming and saying the guys that I'm dating or going through experiences with dating or casually dating are all very shallow men. They're all very immature. That is a fact. However, do you want a, do you want a booty? If you don't want a booty, I don't know why it even matters. Right? Like if you're not interested in even getting it, then like this isn't even a loss for you. This is a blessing that you got rid of a guy who's not even who wants you to have something you don't even want for yourself. Right? So it would be different to me if you approached it like, I really want a booty, but like, I haven't gotten it yet. And he can't, like, he wants me to have this thing. I also want Want it, but Mm -hmm. he's not patient enough. Then I'd be like, 
That's a real jerk because you're actually working, working towards, towards what you guys both want. But if he's just, yo, I really want a fatty, and you're like, I don't even want that kind of shape. Mm-hmm. Good, then you guys aren't even compatible. Like, <laughs> why are we even talking about Facts. that? Um, men, I think, and women do this thing where we like judge a woman who goes and pays and gets her uh, fat transfer or yeah. whatever, right? Um, I hate it because I think when a woman gets a boob job, we judge her. When she gets a fat transfer, we judge her. But someone goes and gets a nose job, and we don't have a problem. Someone goes and gets, like, um, I don't know, facelift, no problems. It's their fine. Teeth, get their teeth done. Teeth done, no problems. But, like... It's the same medical kind of a procedure. It's a medical procedure. Yeah. Where we are, we've evolved medically. We can do these things, right? Like, I don't get why that's so crazy um, to I enhance your... I think we've just your... been socially conditioned to believe that that's taboo. And yeah. um, I think it's a great point that it you should be able to do what you want to do. Like, uh-huh. honestly, if it, if it was up to me, I definitely would get a boob job. Right. That's just for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because... I feel pressured just because I had two kids and it's just not the same. It's not the same. Yep. Yep. And I want to look a certain way. I think a lot of women would say the same thing. Like, um, boob job, is that the same as like a lift? Yeah. Same thing. I think a lot of women who have kids, who have had kids, um, would say the same thing. Like, and I don't get why that's so crazy. Like, why wouldn't you do it if you could? You know, like, I just don't get that. We judge them, and then we also judge women who have, like, a fatty, and we treat them like, you're a twerk machine. Mm. You cannot be a doctor. There's no yeah, way yeah, yeah. with a fat ass, you, you could, could be my yeah. kid's pediatrician. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> but you could twerk yourself up mm. and down the stairs. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Like, what? what is the correlation? Just because she has a fatty does not exclude her from being boring as hell mm-hmm. or being a starfish as hell. And you know how I feel yeah. about starfishes. We, we know. You know, I really don't like it. I'm I'm against it. Well, I actually might start like a... A club? A petition. No starfish? To eliminate starfishes. We well, have re- to get rem- rid of them. Remind the people what a starfish is. What if a starfish they is? they were not on Marriage Monday, <laughs> they might not know what Some starfish... Education. A starfish is a woman who intimately just lays there. Hands out, legs out, no movement. Sprawled. No (laughs) movement. You're just laying there. Boring as hell. Um, And your man is just regretting it every stroke. He's just like, oh my gosh, again I have to do this. Do the work. She's doing nothing. I'm so bored. Durrell was right. No starfishes. We got to get rid of this. She needs to go to a class. She needs to talk to some of her friends who are a little bit uh, more advanced sexually. Um, If you can talk about with your girls, uh, I don't know, what do women talk about? (laughs) Where to get get a good wax? Who Mm. does good eyebrows? Could you also talk about how to perform better intimately? Can we talk? Is that an uncomfortable conversation? Please speak to your friends, reach out to your loved ones, and figure out how to no longer be a starfish. Be a starfish. We don't like it. I think that we do have those conversations. I th- I do believe that there are a lot of women who are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I would say that even 
um, more women who are in the church. Sometimes they're not sure how to have these conversations. Um, it seems like a little taboo mm -hmm. to talk about these things or what you should do, what you shouldn't do. They got to make it seem like we're talking about having sex in the church. Like we're yeah, not, we're not <laughs> in your home. Yeah, it's, okay, it's guys? not. But um, it's, I think it's that safe sometimes to have sex at home is yeah. <laughs> gross and nasty as you want with your husband and wife. I just think they are they feel like that's my personal business and <laughs> yeah, they don't know how no, to talk yeah. talk about it. So I, I do think there are a lot of people who or a lot of women who do have these conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's it's a great point point. So women, you heard it here. Don't be a starfish. Don't ever be one. And all jokes aside, some people aren't comfortable with like PDA, much mm. less, you know, like going out and um discussing how to be better perform orally mm -hmm. with your husband or how to, you know, or your wife. Like, of course there are people who are just never going to be comfortable with that, but there are other channels. Like you can, <clears throat> you, there's a world of information out there. Yes. Please just go and do the research, come back to your man and no longer be a starfish. Try something different. Just do not lay there. I promise you he doesn't like it. So but what is your Final thought on um, this booty complex and your advice to the men and the women. And to the women. I'll start with the women. Ladies first. Women, be patient with us just like we are patient with you. Uh, we understand that you want us all to be 6'8 with a great body um, with millions of dollars. We get it. This is what we see you guys like on Instagram. Mm. So for us, we're aware of like, you know, if, if a woman, if a woman tells us her requirements and one of them is, um, what did, um, <laughs> what did a B. Simone say? Oh, that her man, she can't, he can't work a nine to five. He or can't something? work a nine to five. He has to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. We see these requirements. We've heard about these things, but we want to love you. We are way more than. Our career, we are way more than our um, temporary state or shape that we are in. We can evolve too. We can be in the gym just as hard as you. We can level ourselves up to entrepreneurship one day. Uh, but understand today, we just want to love you. Curves or lack thereof, we are working our way to appreciating you for who you, you are. are. Um. But accept and trust me when I say not all of us are at the place where we can understand that there's more than the booty. We really, really like it. We really like it. And we're going to look. And I think there are a lot of women who look too. And yeah, that's for a, sure. And that, I think not? looking yeah. is, is fine. I, healthy. I think um, I definitely got a better understanding of the booty complex and how men react mm -hmm. and possibly why they react the way that they do. And I think a lot of other women, like you said, just give it some time. I mean, don't wait around forever because yeah, that just, that just shows no growth, yeah. but be a little bit more patient and understanding to know that even though they're looking doesn't mean that they're acting or doing anything sure. just by looking. Give it a couple likes on Instagram. That's yeah. all it is. We're just doing our research. We're studying the field. We are uh, doing what we 
just naturally do. We mm. just don't know how to be anything else, unfortunately. But not all of us are making this a requirement. It's really not a big deal for a lot of us um, who are, you know, master class guru level. Um, for some some other guys, and it's not an age thing. Don't misunderstand me. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with experience. Mm. And so some of us just haven't gone through the, the, the experiences to allow us to ignore that. Fair. So what I will say to you listeners is that if you have had any experiences with this same topic, the booty complex, feel free to send us a email or drop us a note or comment on the podcast Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to have you guys listen to the next episode. Peace. You can find us on social media at underscore TK underscore night at honesty and at the bootcut podcast. Email us at the bootcut podcast at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and comment. Thank you.